is still young and the moon is there. This is Earth 894. <laughs> We're always there for you. We are a Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And what we do, one of the best things every week is talk about what's been marvelous in our own lives, the latest news, some rumors, not this week, as well as and our own commentary to the latest episodes of a Disney Marvel streaming series or a movie, anything like that. Anyways, I am one of your esteemed co-hosts. My name is Devin Stone. And with me to talk a little bit about uh, a movie we saw that was Marvel adjacent. And of course, the second episode of Moon Knight, So in the Suit, is none other than my other split personality inside my head. Is he really here? I don't know. But his name is Louis Tonarini. Your pretty little stinky pinky. <laughs> What's going on, man? What's up, man? I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. Uh, in person, it, it was Sunday. I know, which feels like a lifetime. Not in person. It was last week. It was almost an entire week from now from when we recorded. I think, wow. yeah. Yeah. Thursdays now. Now that Disney Plus is back, Thursdays. You know, I think I feel like I've gotten a little bit used to it, but how do you feel about having these new episodes drop on Wednesdays rather than a Friday? Um, I don't hate it as much as I thought I was going to. I almost mm. wish they came out on like Mondays. It would be something to look forward to on a Monday. Yeah. And just start your week off with Marvel stuff. But Wednesday, right. Wednesdays are fine. It's fine. Yeah, I guess it's okay. I, I'm, I'm in the camp of I feel like it's always exciting to end the week. Uh, on that new movie coming out on a Friday, new show, whatever. I thought that that's cool. But if you're uh, not like me and you have a life and you actually like to go out, then probably makes sense why you'd rather be excited to watch something new on a weeknight, like a Wednesday versus a Friday, which is what many people agree with. And that's why the streaming numbers were higher on a Wednesday rather than a Friday for release. So thanks, everyone. But that's not what we're going to talk about. Not the analytics, not the statistics, not all that. We want to talk about something we've seen a few times uh, this week. And something we saw over the weekend, which is definitely uh, something. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, we would really appreciate if you uh, share us with one of your friends or a colleague or your sidekick or your handy-dandy local gold statue man waiting outside the fountain just who just listens to you vent to them about your daily occurrences on a daily basis. You could always help support and grow our podcast by giving us a review on whatever podcast player that you like to listen if reviews are available we love reviews on google we love reviews on apple we love reviews on spotify and also leave us a yelp review because we'll definitely share it now back to the fun stuff louis every week we gather here and we talk about the good news that is from uh our lord and savior kevin feige that really stems down onto the cinematic universe that is on disney plus in the theaters and a mixture of both so what i want to ask you is MCU for you. That's right. What has been MCU for you, my dude? I've been trying to come up with new TikToks. Now that we kind of launched TikTok with the Multiverse of March Madness tournament. Yeah. I'm trying to keep up the momentum by still making TikToks. And so I made one with all of my Captain America-esque pops. Granted, I'm not super collector man yet, but I do have at least seven Captain America pops. Excuse me. And uh, I needed four, five, 
five non-Captain America pops, but I still wanted to do kind of Captain America pops. So that's that's why I went with Captain Carter, Red Guardian, two John Walkers, and a Winter Soldier. Nice, man. You really only have seven Captain America Funkos? I feel like you have so much more. I have the five. I have Sam as Captain America. I have Age of Ultron Captain America. And then I have two... Two. Two from the art series. So that's uh, seven, eight, nine. I did not include mm. the art series ones. Those were gifts from you and good friend of the show, Richard, for Christmas. Nice, man. Other than that, I started a new background show. You know how when you're like folding laundry or something, you turn a show on yeah. in the background? Uh, Luke Cage. Started Luke Cage again. Nice. I've kind of thought about rewatching Luke Cage too. The other day I ma- no, the other day I made a TikTok where I it was April Fool's Day, so I I said the winner of the tournament was Wolverine. Now I just have so many knives down here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Except one of them fell, so now I'm just X23. His <laughs> <laughs> hand upstairs like, "Where the hell are all our knives?" Yeah. <laughs> How often do you use a butter knife other than making peanut butter and jelly? So yeah, we did we did that. Um, other than that, I saw Morbius Morbius in the theater with you and Richard and my very good friend Sev. But uh, yeah, that's about it. How about you, friend? So I too, like Louie mentioned, I went to see Morbius with you guys. We'll talk about it later. Aside from that, though, I uh, have been overtaken by Star Wars because Lego Star Wars The Complete Skywalker Saga uh, came out this week. So I'm shifting into my Star Wars. OG fandoms, yeah, which includes a little bit of Oscar Isaac because he's Poe Dameron in the series. I mean, the dude is in everything, um, which I forgot. I was like 50 feet away from Oscar Isaac when he was at Star Wars Celebration in Chicago in 2019. They pulled out after... Um, they had the big like episode nine panel and all that. Uh, they had like cast interviews and stuff. And so I ran from the merch line. I had just finished up in the merch store. I was no joke in that line for two hours and 45 minutes. I hear like thunderous applause and roar. I go sprinting over to the convention hall that had uh, the show floor with the live stream going on. And then I made it in time. I saw JJ Abrams, a few other people. But when I came out just in time, uh, I think Daisy Ridley and John Boyega had just gotten off saved. And then Oscar freaking Isaac came on stage for an interview for like 10 minutes. And I was just standing there like, oh, my God, that's actually Oscar Isaac. The guy is real. So I have a couple of photos, uh, of course. And I thought that was kind of cool. I never just forgot. I was in the same area, same area as him. Aside from that, though, ending on a little bit more Marvel, I did rewatch recently or this weekend bits and pieces of the Falcon Winter Soldier first time rewatching since it came out last year and uh I've rewatched the finale and I forgot that I forgot a few things that happened but one thing in particular that still stands out to me and just kind of like hits me to my core and gets me emotional is everything to do with Isaiah Bradley everything about him and then when they show the statue dedication to him in the museum and everything just that walk he does that head tilt and shake and a tearing up it's just so good just so good and just like makes you tear up like a little baby. Um, and I, I'm really glad that moment was in the series. But aside from that, that was pretty much it for me. We're going to talk more about Morbius here in a minute. But how could I forget this? Louie, we got some tickets. 
We just got some tickets. We just got some tickets to go see Dr. Strange of the Multiverse of Madness. I don't know why they didn't just use that in Blue's Clues, to be honest with you. I know, but I think I learned a lot more <laughs> and Steve would have stayed on the show. Oh my God, Steve. Steve from Blue's Clues. Oh my God. It's a variant. I got to say, after my previous stilt with trying to get Spider-Man No Way Home opening night tickets where I was open till like two, three in the morning and I was angry as hell the next day. Tickets went on sale like 10 minutes early. I went on. There was like eight seats already bought. I easily just picked up our four, was done in two minutes, and then I left for work. I'm so happy. It was so painless, so easy, and I got the exact same seats that we were in for Morbius. So thank you, AMC. Thank you for not screwing us over this time. I thought you were going to say the exact same seats we were in for uh, Spider-Man. I was like, damn, the whole theater was open. You picked those ones? <laughs> you know, I just got to relive this thought just in case they come to the portal, you know? Yeah, that would have sucked. It was cool, though, <laughs> man. Those those seats were cool for Spider-Man. Yeah, they were pretty good. It was hype. I, I wasn't expecting as crazy of uh, weight for Multiverse of Madness, though. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it either because... Let's just be real. Like, Spider-Man is, it can carry. But even though this movie has some really cool surprises in store, the marketing front is nothing compared to what the marketing was like for No Way Home. Still going to make a lot of money. It's going to make all the money. Do you have anything for the news? I don't have much for news, but I'm going to play this little thing anyways. And I'm going to edit this later. Play the ditty. News or footage. Keyword. Marvel News. Thanks, Jarvis. For so, Love and Thunder is starting their uh, press tour. That's all I wanted yes. to talk about. <laughs> yes, yes, you're right. How could we forget? Oh, never forget. I love Thor Love and Thunder. I know, man. What? How about that trailer? I mean, am I right or am I right? I was about to say that. While we were watching Morbius, they played a trailer for Thor Love and Thunder with Willem Dafoe and Alexander Skarsgård and uh, some other people. It was, they just called it the Norseman, I, but I swear to God, it was Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, that 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 would have been funny. No, I really, really, you posted a thing on Instagram about when the trailer is dropping, and I really, really, really liked that. I feel like that has to be it. Yeah, it's so. For those who are wondering, basically, uh, recently, Chris Hemsworth just went on file saying they're starting like their press tour and all like that which is just more promo, just being able to talk about it here and there. Obviously, we don't have a trailer out yet, um, unless, who knows, maybe tomorrow's is going to magically come out. But what he posted shows him, um, Taika Waititi, and then also Tessa Thompson. So the image shows all three of them sitting in a row in uh, like little chairs and stuff, and they're all holding up numbers. And I didn't even think about it until I saw someone post like this looks like it's a trailer date and it's Taika holding up two fingers then Chris has uh both like the rock on symbols on left and right hand so that's four fingers and then Tessa has two and two so two and two again so it seems like um also gotta go backwards that they do date then month then year and you know non-US dating so that means April 11th, 2022. It's a, so it's Monday. Four days from now. Monday. Yeah, Monday. I feel like that's a good day to drop a trailer, Monday. They drop, you know, any day. But they usually drop trailers on Mondays now. The, the teasers, at least. Give us something. 
Granted, I don't want to watch it. You do, but I don't. Because I want, I want all of the Thor: Love and Thunder, man. Man, like uh... I've seen, I've seen more about the movie than I even wanted to see to begin with. You know. Yeah, and with all the leaks that have come out, with like especially like toy, it's really toys that are what are being leaked. Um, I have seen his suit. It's bitching. That's all I got to know. But that poster that Taika was like, you know, even if this was real, like this ugly thing, it's 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 fake. It's a hundred percent real. He was, I think it actually leaked, and he just was trying to downplay it because um, it just looks so absurd that it could be fake. But I'm pretty sure it's real. But yeah, man. So if we have that trailer actually drop on the 11th, if you follow us on Instagram at a third nine four podcast. I said we were going to do a giveaway. Stay tuned, as they say. So aside from Thor, the only other thing to talk about really is, we talked about it last episode, um, I believe, the official runtime for Doctor Strange. Originally, reports were saying it was like 2 hours and 28 minutes, 224. It was basically the same thing as Spider-Man No Way Home. But then officially it came out again, like the day after we recorded. So it officially is 2 hours and 8 minutes. I feel like that's not enough time. I know, and you're talking about the guy who can control it, so maybe there uh, there's something in wacky up there. Yeah, it uh, makes me sad. I feel like there's so much movie to be had here, and I feel like two hours is not enough time for all of this movie. Yeah, I don't know, man. Just like from what we've seen, and there was another TV spot that came out yesterday. I have not watched it. I have seen a little bit of like stills. I don't really want to watch it. I'm not going to spoil anything for you if you haven't seen it, Louie. But like the more that they just keep revealing, it's like, this movie must be nonstop, just continuously moving forward because of how much stuff is going on and how much they're still withholding from us, too. That's it. I mean, two hours will fly by in an instant. So uh, it does give me a little bit of kind of concern if it's shorter like that. And there's a lot to shove into this movie. I'm worried it just might be too much, but I don't know. I just really want to know who is actually the villain in this movie, if there is one. Because I don't know if Wanda is going to be the villain. I'm going no like villain. Too, you say no villain at all? Like a Disney Plus show. No villain. The villain is is an internal thing. It's all about grief. Yes. Or racism. Or whatever Loki's thing was about. No. The villains are really the true friends we made along the way. That's how they. That's how it goes, right? I don't think it is. Oh well. Let's uh be like uh, Abadiah staying and uh, segue onto the next form of news here. We saw Morbius. It made barely any money. Um. So let's talk about Morbius. Morbius, ten out of ten, guaranteed. Do you like laughing? Do you like crying? Do you like being scared? Go see Morbius right away. It was phenomenal. Brought to you in part by Morbius. No. Thanks, Sony. <laughs> um, Morbius. The way that I've been telling people is I liked it, but I don't think you'll like it. Let's <laughs> 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 uh, be honest. Yeah. Oh I, I. Jesus, holy fuck. Hi, kitty. I um. I did like it. I. It's hard for me to not like movies when I, f- I go in thinking I'm going to like it. So mm-hmm. 
Like I've seen movies I didn't like, but it, those are like Oscar bait movies that are boring. Yeah. But this one is certainly not <laughs> not Oscar bait. I enjoyed it enough. Um Yeah. Silly villain. Silly mm-hmm. movie. It was silly. I don't know. A lot of Devin's favorite thing from the from the Snyder cut, a lot of slow-mo in this in this movie. Oh my god. A, a lot of already know a lot of s- complain about. smoke was going on, you know, the uh I don't understand the smoke. I don't know. You know, I also should forewarn. We're about to go into a little bit of spoilers. We're not going to talk a lot about the movie cuz there's not much to. Um so for those of you who have made it this far, we're about to go into spoiler territory. So let me uh just give you a little bit of a warning here. We will put in the actual show notes the timestamp so you can know when to skip ahead. So if you haven't seen it and you still want to see the movie, um, first off, what's wrong with you? Second off, uh, I'm kidding. So we'll uh, just <laughs> make sure you're aware of that. Is that a spoiler? I think I should just give us a spoiler? You kind of did. Cut spoiler that, alert. Cut that spoiler <laughs> alert. Yeah, well, now you know. Now you know. <laughs> Sorry, Marvel. Whoops. <laughs> That's out. Doctor Strange makes an appearance in Morbius. I couldn't believe it. That's because it actually didn't happen. Um, yeah. There was no Spider-Man in it. I I didn't even watch, like, usually I go and watch 78 Easter eggs in Morbius that you missed. And I didn't even watch any of those because there was probably tons of Easter eggs that I didn't see. But I know a movie isn't great when Devin gets up in the middle to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I said I said oh no he just went pee oh no I was like he's gonna miss this lunch he's having with this really hot girl her name was Terry no <laughs> the character name because I don't even know what her name was in the movie she had doctor something yeah no I will figure it out it'll come to me but it was a they called her by a a man a a, a genuine a general man's name, but it's longer as a as a female's name. I can't remember. Was it Manny? No, actually, no, it wasn't. But they were having a nice <clears throat> lunch, and Morbius reached over to her coffee, and he went, <coughs> "Just kidding, not that kind of vampire." And I said, "I I don't know what that means." And then I, you explained it after the movie. Because knows what it means. There, was, there was sunlight, and he's a sunlight guy. How would you rate Morbius? One to ten stars. I will give it a six. Thanks, IMDb. Um, but yeah, that is uh, Morbius for you. Her name was Martine. Martine. Martine, gotcha. which is short for Martina, I believe. But I don't know. Mm. Um. Yeah, the the villain was was funny, man. Doctor Who in that was hilarious. Yeah, Matt Smith. Is that his name? I just know him as Doctor Who. Yeah, Matt Smith. I feel like you'd make a good Doctor Who. Now that I'm looking at you, kind of you kind of have the same hair swoop. Thank you. <laughs> I get that very often. Do you really? No. Oh. No. I do get that. I look like Doctor Strange or. uh Benedict Cucumber blah, 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 a little bit, so I guess Sherlock. Um, my my favorite was 
without going too in depth of Morbius, basically the bad guy mm-hmm. is a an evil version of the good guy because that's what Marvel does. And yep. the bad guy is his best friend, which is also what Marvel does. So he's like a, a, a I don't want to use that word. Hand, handicapped? Is that the word? He's a handicapped gentleman who takes the serum and becomes a vampire. And like he's drinking red blood because he doesn't care about being a vampire and he's killing people because no one can stop him now. And uh, he, <laughs> his, his name was uh, Toby. That's not right. What was his name? See? Monty? No, Milo. His name was Milo. Milo. His name wasn't actually Milo. That's just one day Michael Morbius. His actual name was Lucius, right? Something like that. But Something else. Michael Morbius is like, nope, I'm going to call you Milo. So then everybody called him Milo for the rest of the movie. Um, But then call him by his actual name when he's dying. Yeah, I, I, I keep getting sidetracked. My favorite part was him like getting ready to go out and do some f- some fun vampire stuff. And there's like music playing and he's doing the uh, Toby and Spider-Man 3 dance. And he's just like putting on his cufflinks. Yep. I was like, this is the best. This is the best part of this movie by far. Other than when. Michael Morbius found a laboratory and he started like mangling a guy's hand and he goes, how about your pretty little stinky pinky (laughs) broke his hand. And I was the only person that laughed in the theater. Maybe I think Richard might've been laughing, but I was the only person audibly like laughing very loud. And I don't know how nobody else found that to be so cringy, cringily funny. It was the best. If we're going to talk about cringe and funny, what I laughed the most at in the whole movie was when, <laughs> just laughing about it, thinking about it now, when Morbius and uh, Martine are about to have that kiss on the rooftop. And I'm sorry, but who the hell thought this was like a romantic or good idea? Morbius just goes, close your eyes, get closer. Get like no, get like get closer. As if she knows what the fuck she's looking at, because he told her to close her eyes and then move. She doesn't have any death perception with her eyes closed. <laughs> she's not a bat, you fucking idiot. Like I'm a hey, bat. I thought it was so stupid. He's just like, hey, keep moving close until you just like your lips just casually kiss mine. And I thought it was just so stupid, but then I'm like laughing on that. But then I lost it because across like at another building rooftop, you just see Matt Smith's character just like, or you see Milo just standing there with his like head cocked to his shoulder, just like almost like an emo boy, just staring and just like literally just like. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? You're so creepy. And it just, I laughed really hard on that. And I just, I think I, I, I may have accidentally let a, what the fuck slip a little too loud. Yeah. It, it, entertaining enough, but not, not good. It wasn't good. You know, I really, th- one thing to, that I didn't think about, this movie got delayed for like two years, right? This was supposed to come out before Spider-Man No Way Home. 
So there has to be a lot of last minute changes they made based off of like probably not only the success of Spider-Man, but everything with post like pandemic. So yeah, there's definitely changes made because of the post credit scene, which make no fucking sense. So in the post credit scene, the sky opens up like when strange was doing the thing at the end of no way home. And, you know, some people came into our universe. Well, we lost uh, Adrian Toomes. He just appears in a jail cell in the Venomverse, in the, in the Morbiusverse, in the Sony universe of Spider-Man characters, whatever you want to call it. Um, He's just in a jail. And then they're like, well, we have no record of you. You didn't do anything wrong. You're free. <laughs> he's just like dope. And then he puts on his vulture suit that must have came with him for reasons and they're going to start a team. No, he must have built that on his own. It looked the same. It looked the exact yeah. same, did it not? Once again, which makes no fucking sense. <laughs> How the hell did he Last time I checked, he wasn't the engineer. He oh. probably knows how to do some maintenance. But I don't think he was the one who built it. Did the tinkerer come with him? <laughs> so many questions. I don't know. I'm definitely seeing Vulture and Morbius electric boogaloo or whatever the hell it's going to be called. But like, it made no sense. But like, that was something that actually got me interested. As soon as that the rift cracked in the beginning of that scene, I was like, oh, okay. So now we're talking. And then he shows up and I'm like, oh, wait. And then the second like mid credit scene it's just Jared Leto driving down a fucking like deserted road and somehow meets up with uh Vulture. And then they have this really awkward dialogue. Pretty sure Michael Keaton wasn't there. And it was literally just Jared Leto talking to a green screen. So it felt so weird, so stale, so fake. And just the dialogue didn't match up. It felt like a weird video game cutscene where you're talking to like something to advance your storyline. But... They're like, oh, we have a common enemy. We maybe we should do something good too. Blah blah blah. Uh, Spider Man, yeah, that. Yeah. I'm like, who the hell is Spider Man in this? How does Jared like? I mean, not Jared. How the fuck? How the fuck does Morbius know anything about Spider Man? Like, they didn't say Spider Man. He just said we should team up. I thought he said something about Spider Man. I don't think so. Did he? Maybe he did. I swear they said something about Spider-Man. See, that's my point. It makes no sense. It literally makes no fucking sense. And this is why I'm like, I hate that Sony's like, oh, look at how good we're doing with Tom Holland and Spider-Man. Uh, we can do anything we want. Oh, look, people like Venom. Ah, we do whatever we want. We can do this. We got this. We're the next Marvel Studios. We're going to rule. We're going to make all the money. So yeah, Morbius, Devin gave it. Oh, I don't want to say what you gave it because aren't you doing a uh, a giveaway? No, I just screwed around my own Facebook. So, uh, I gave it a three out of ten. So Devin gave it a three. I gave it a six because I don't think it deserved like. W- yeah, horrid. which I think was harsh. I think I, I'd give it a five. I give it a five. So yeah, um, if I had to rank it in Marvel movies, I probably liked it about the same as the Eternals. I'd say. <laughs> Like pretty, pretty low. Was it better than Thor: The Dark World? Probably. No, I'd I'd watch Thor: The Dark World 
any day over Morbius. Yeah, I think I think Morbius isn't my least favorite Marvel movie ever made. Hey, you know what? You know what? Let's end on a high note before we talk about the other M Marvel property. Um, this is the best Morbius movie ever made. You love that Jared Leto joke. is the best Morbius on screen. Live action. Because he's not the best Morbius on screen. <laughs> that would go to the 90s cartoon Morbius in the 90s Spider-Man show who was in love with Felicia Hardy. Oh, that just reminded me of something, too. Did you notice how there was like a robot arm that he was working on? No, but you and Richard did, where it looked like Doc yeah. Ock. Well, not even Doc Ock. I was just like, what the hell is this up with this random arm? All Because like, even on like the chalkboard in his lab had stuff on it. They even had like a model on the thing, and it made me think of like something you saw in uh, the PS4 Spider-Man game with like the, the prosthetics being worked on. But then I, I guess I missed it somehow. One of the wasted characters, uh, what's-his-face from um, uh, Tyrese, apparently he has a robotic arm in the movie and you barely see a flash of it towards the end but yeah his one of his arms is like robotic well he had said that his fake blood or his not fake blood but his yeah saved his life his prosthetic blood or whatever the hell the word is saved his life in the war yeah so if you didn't tell me he had a fake arm i would have never known that to be honest with you and that's my point it just i don't know anyways let's talk about some good stuff let's talk about moon knight Episode two, summon the suit. Day and night, the lonely loner seems to free his mind at night. At, Not gonna at, lie, at I'm, I'm actually really sick of that song now because that's like the only song they're using for it. You weren't sick of that song in 2006, like me? <laughs> like, yeah, I kind of am too. So it starts with a recap seen previously on Moon Knight, which was which was odd to me, to be honest with you. Yeah, you couldn't skip it, so I had to play through it. But um, this episode, you said you've only seen it like one and a half times, right? Uh, Roughly. Give or take. That's kind of where I'm at, too. But I feel like it was easy to, like, it was a longer episode, but it's very straightforward. You know, they find Arthur's compound, they fight, you get another moon night, and then uh, they're in Egypt. So it made it easy to kind of go with. Now, in this episode, we finally got to see Mr. Knight show up. Or no, Mr. Moon. Mr. Moon, right? No, Mr. Mr. Knight. Mr. Knight? Okay. So he got the Mr. Knight reveal finally, which I was kind of pleasantly surprised. But, Louie, you're saying that you're not too much of a fan of this incarnation? Or is it you're not a fan of Steven? No, I'm not crazy about Steven. So why is that? He would be good... In a as a side character, I feel like he's not. How do I explain this? Like he's interesting enough, but he's like constantly like f- fighting who you want to see. Like mm-hmm. when you're when you when you think of Moon Knight, a lot of people don't know who that is, and so this is their first introduction to Moon Knight, and what you're getting is a lot of Stephen Grant. Like the show is called Moon Knight. It is not called Stephen Grant. And this guy is just like, this is going to melt your brain, bruv. And then he's like, oh, no, that's not me. And it's like, come on, can we get something out of this? And then it's like him arguing with his reflection. And you just, you want Mark, you know. I feel like we're two episodes in and and like nothing has happened, right? Is that fair to say? I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't say nothing has happened, but I think they're also, it's a strategic decision, right? Because 
you want to see the mercenary. You want to see the badass. You want to see everything about Moon Knight, what makes the character more unique. But so why are we putting up with the idiot, you know, Steven? I think it's based off of what happened in the end of the episode where Mark basically takes over the body again, beats the shit out of that mirror, and then he wakes up. Uh, it looks like he locked out Steven. So I think we just needed to get Steven established so you can see where Mark's going to really step in and take over for a while now. Um, yeah, I just, Steven is just so like down on his luck, but still like happy go lucky at the same time. He's just, it doesn't match what's going on, you know, and he's, he's just confused. Like, I feel like it's easier to figure out what's happening than what he's making it sound like. He's just like, there's another body in me. And it's like, how do you not know that you have two personalities at that point? Well, it seems like something has been blocking. Yeah, but he's or like... Or at least suppressing him. Like he sees Khonshu and he's terrified. Obviously, if you saw that, you'd be terrified. And he just... I, I don't know. He's just... He's, he's not doing it for me right now. Like, Well, I also wonder, how is it that Layla never knew about Steven? The Layla of if, it all bugs the living crap out of me if we're being honest with each other. Wow. Some of these last two episodes haven't been treating you too well. No, I. that's the thing. I <laughs> really like them. I do. And I am always excited for Wednesdays. Like, I'll tell Hank, do you know what tomorrow mm. is? You know what this is? You know, you're, bleh, bleh, moon night, moon night, moon night. And, but the Day. But Layla comes in <laughs> and she's like, Mark, what are you doing? And he's just like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm Steven. And she's like, I don't believe you. And he's like, no, listen, I'm Steven. And she goes, you're lying. And it's like, why won't you listen to this guy for five seconds try to explain himself? Because every time he says anything, she's like, nope, you're a liar. Here's the divorce papers. And he's like, I would never do this. My name's Steven Grant. And she's just like, no, you're Mark. I hate <laughs> you. And I'm just like, for the love of God. How come every time there's a TV show, nobody listens to anybody? Because because if that happened, yeah. it wouldn't be a very long show. She'd be like, oh, this doesn't make a lot of sense, but I believe you, sir. Like, you're clearly Credit. not lying to me. It, no. no. Yeah, that's it, fair. But, yeah, that, that just that was driving me insane, too. He's just like, nope, not mock. And she's like, yes, you are. And he's just like, yeah but I'm not. He's, I am, but I'm not. Like, but, but, but am I, though? Um, am I? Yeah. Or, like, he clearly mm-hmm. is not good with the stress of it all. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I'm going to go to jail, and you're never going to be allowed to come out again. And I didn't understand why <clears throat> that was his, his thought process. Well, he's definitely a coward, but also just he's not cut out for this kind of stuff that Mark is from yeah. the different lines of work. But I don't know. it. I, I'm kind of curious because like that kind of what threw like a wrench in everything for me is like if you're married to someone, granted, we don't know how long they've been married, how long they go, like how far back they go. But if he's had like DID this whole time, I don't know how he would have been able to suppress that or hide it from her. So I, I almost wonder if this was like a tactic in order to try and keep Kanchu under control or at bay. Um, Cause Kanchu kind of has like some competing trying to appear and 
take control or just take advantage of everything too. So it is a little, a little confusing. So I think we'll get more answers, of course, as we go on. But one thing I thought was kind of cool <clears throat> was just the fact that Stephen is funny as hell. Now I want to talk about that a little later. What was I about to say? I lost my train of thought. So, what? What's the what? I can never remember the names. What's the bad guy's name? Arthur Harrow. Harrow. A Harrow. Yeah. He's creepy. See, it seems like he used to be the Moon Knight himself, right? Yeah, he admits he was a uh, reveals to us that he was a previous Avatar, which I did not expect. The Spirit of Vengeance, or whatever he says. Yeah. Which is a, uh, for those of you who don't know, which is a, uh, a Ghost Rider uh, mm. thing. Because Ghost Rider and Moon Knight are like tight in the comic books. There's a lot of comic book references in this show so far. Speaking of comic book references, so there's been QR codes in the episodes. Have you seen or tracked what's I've going on with this? I've seen. I tried to scan the first one. I... My TV's not good, so I didn't get a good enough view of it. And in mm-hmm. the second one, I heard it was in the storage unit. But I think Correct. it's I think it's on the door of the storage unit. Am I right? Yeah, it's on that like door panel thing. Uh, but basically, they are functioning. So if you scan them, so for example, in today's episode, I believe it is forty three or thirty four. When you scan it, it'll actually take you to the Wolfman comic that has. Moon Knight appearing in it and it actually allows it to like I believe even read the comic so it's part of like Marvel Unlimited so it's a it's a free comic which I think is actually really cool it's smart and it's so it's not like taking you out of the story just because QR codes are everywhere and they could be anything so I thought it'd be funny what I did as people are like posting about like oh my god look you can scan it brings you to werewolf and all that the comic so I took a screenshot. I overlaid it with our own QR code. So that's what I was posting about today. Like, wow. And I tried to do like one of those clickbaity YouTube generic uh, Moon Knight Easter egg question mark. All caps crazy like gifts and stuff. So I put the image. So if you scan the one we posted, it's going to bring you to our flow page and everything that has like where to listen to the podcast. So I thought it'd be funny and I was hoping people were going to notice it, but no one has actually made a comment on it yet, which makes you kind of worry. Do people think I was being serious about that post? Yeah. Do you you think they're going to do a QR code every episode? Hell, they might at this point. I mean, it's two in a row. Yeah, so it's 043 on storage locker, so that takes you to um issue 43 of the werewolf by night wolfman by night is that his name yeah i think it's werewolf by night is it werewolf by night that's uh moon knight's first uh appearance appearance yeah which is cool i think it's really cool <clears throat> all right so in this episode he goes to harrow's uh Lair. He's taken by two who he assumes are police. They are not. 
And then he gets taken in, and then Harold seems to be like helping him, and he's like, "Oh, Conchu, he's such a jerk." You know, I've dealt with him forever, and you don't have to listen to him. And Conchu's like, "Kill him, slit his throat." Windpipe. That's what it was. And uh, he just doesn't. And then he's like, "Oh, try the lentil soup." You're a vegan, right? And he's like, "Yeah, I was," and then now I am again. And then um, all hell breaks loose, right? <clears throat> Pretty much at that point, yeah. So we get another jackal. And they go, uh, Layla and Mark, not Mark, Stephen, go up to the roof. And Stephen's like, I can't let him out. I can't. People are going to get hurt. As if they're not going to get hurt already. (laughs) People are going to get hurt. And then he gets thrown off the roof and he hits everything on the way down. like, Mm -hmm. Like Natasha and Black Widow. That's all I could think of was just ding, ding, dong, ding, dong. And then and then he lands, like Natasha and Black Widow, in the superhero pose. You know, Tim Tebow style, mm-hmm. one knee, arm up in the air, full Mr. Knight costume. Freaking sick. I guarantee you, C2E2, Comic-Con, all these places, oh, you're going to yeah. have Mr. Knights. <laughs> Guaranteed. They already have Mr. Knight and Moon Knight um, walking around at Avengers Campus at uh, Disneyland, California. I saw Moon Knight. I have not seen Mr. Knight just yet. Yeah, Mr. Knight just showed up, I think, actually, uh, as of Wednesday. Yeah, that would make sense. It's pretty cool. So the costume, phenomenal, right? Good as hell. Yeah. Super badass. And it's Steven in control of that one. And the reason that that gets mustered up is because they say, some in the suit, some in the suit, some in the suit. They say it a billion times. Some in the suit, some in the suit. And what they mean is the, the Moon Knight costume suit thing. But he, in his mind, it's a suit because he's dumb. <laughs> and, and he summons like a, a white suit with the white face and he looks fresh as hell. And then he starts battling a freaking jackal guy again. Another avatar of Amit, correct? I don't I don't think it's an avatar. I think it's just uh like a minion kind of thing. Okay. Unless he said avatar. Maybe I missed it. I forgot. Um because I mean the whole goal is the scarab is to try and find uh Amit's tomb, tomb right? Yeah, it's like a compass to Amit's tomb. Mm-hmm. What did you think about Steven fighting the the jackal, if you will? I enjoyed it just because it got funny, um, like some of the quotes and stuff he says too. But uh, I'm going to leave that for my final segment on this episode <clears throat> to talk more about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Woo! So, but- so, so he's getting his ass whooped, and it. But what what? You didn't know in episode one, and you learned early in in this episode, and then it was uh, verified in real time, mm-hmm. is that nobody can see the the avatars. Jackal. Yeah, the, yeah. They, I'm sorry, the the minions, the jackals, the the mystic Bad. beasts of it all. So it looks like he's Don't. just out there swinging in this in this dumb co- like because they can see the costume, right? The suit. Yeah, they can see him. They just can't so, see the. So they can see the, the fact thing. that he's in this mystical suit, <laughs> and he's just fighting nothing. And they're like, "Oh, is he drunk?" <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
and Layla actually like <clears throat> God, what is that? Like have you ever seen Monsters Inc.? Of course you have. It's Monsters Inc. Uh Sully's getting choked out by Randall and then Mike throws a, a snow cone <clears throat> at him. And he misses uh, and it hits yeah. Randall and he's like, Oh, there he is. And then he starts and then Sully punches him, and it's almost the same thing. Where like Layla just starts swinging at nothing. And yes, she, a camouflage. She just keeps throwing stuff at this thing that's not really there, and then it like shows <laughs> in the in the liquid or whatever, and then she can hit it, and she's not very good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both get wrecked. Correct. Correct. And uh, yeah, then Stephen's like, "Hey, Mark. Uh, clearly, I don't know what the hell I'm doing." Actually, first, Mark's like, clearly you don't know what the hell you're doing. And he's like, yeah, I do. And he like hits him one good time. Just overhand right, just sends that guy to, to school. And then mm-hmm. he's like, I did it. And then he didn't do it. And then he gets his ass whooped. And then Mark's like, uh, yeah, you want to let me in, dude? He's like, uh, okay. And then he does, and then he becomes Moon Knight, and it's awesome. So one thing... Uh Jack my memory on something. I wonder when Arthur goes to summon the jackal using the the cane and everything. Yeah, it opens it up that floor. void. Yeah, and it's purple. It's not the exact same like shade of purple we saw when uh, the multiverse has been breaking in Spider Man and stuff. I feel like, but still the purple like does that? It has to have some sort of significance to it, right? I feel like purple is just the color of evil in the MCU at this point. I don't know if I'd say evil. Well, uh, like Than- cosmic or supernatural. Thanos was purple. Agatha, Agatha's purple. <laughs> Morbius was purple. Purple, man. It's like the e- evil is, for lack of a better word, like the bad guy is purple in these shows. The Power Stone is purple. Yeah. So, I don't know if it has anything to do with anything, but yeah, purple. It's possible. Definitely possible. The other thing I wanted to talk about, which was kind of that moral gray area that got very, very uh, dark. The whole thing with Amit that Arthur explains is how uh, it's true justice. And then there's that debacle where Stephen's talking about, like, you'd murder a kid and all that. Really what it came down to is Amit is the supernatural version of Project Insight that Hydra was trying to do with the helicarriers from S.H.I.E.L.D. Using an algorithm, it finds out if you are a potential threat to them, and it'll kill you, even if you haven't done anything or haven't whatever. Um, Even Dr. Strange is on that list. Now, same thing with Amit. Even if you are going to do something bad like 30 years from now, it's going to kill you in your current state, uh, even before you even did it, just because it like predicts it or whatever. So I thought that was a very interesting parallel that, um, I mean, it, it could be literally just pure coincidence, but I just thought that was interesting. Kind of like, Oh, we've, we've gone through this before. It did not go well for anyone. Did you happen to see the Easter egg on the side of the bus? Oh, the, uh, GRC. Yeah, the global yeah. Repa- the global repatri repatriation act. No, council. Global 
Repatriation Council. Is that the right it words? Is, yeah, it's, it's a terrible name. That's a mouthful. Um, but yeah, it was a GRC. So if you're curious when this is taking place, it's definitely after the snap. And doesn't look like uh, Steven and Mark were actually blipped too because when they show uh, Mark's passport, it says the issue date was within the five years. So October 22nd, 2019, something wow. like that. The release date of Sony's Into the Spider-Verse. Guest starring Oscar Isaac as Spider-Man 2099. Just so you, just so you know. I so did, if you go into uh, IMDb and you look up Oscar Isaac's role in that movie, it doesn't. I'm pretty sure it doesn't say uh, Miguel O'Hara. I think it calls him interesting man number one. <laughs> I mean, he is an interesting man, and he is number one in my heart. Oscar Isaac is literally becoming the most interesting man in the world. Well, how dare you? The set case. <laughs> um, but yeah, there was that's another Easter egg from this episode was the the GRC thing. That, like you said, he wasn't blipped because in 2019 he was getting a passport made the day of uh, the release of Spider Verse. Mm-hmm. Wow! You already hit the uh, the uh, QR code. 43 yeah you said he excuse me his uh his locker number 43 is a is an important comic issue where he fights i think i think the werewolf by night was 43 or 49 or something but then that's yeah, 43 then moon knight 43 is he fights uh like evil versions of avengers so he's like fighting uh mm. daredevil and can't I can't remember the other one, but yeah, even the top of the bus had it too. It says WBN 043. Yeah, it's a werewolf by night. By night. Yeah. You're you're correct. Which I feel like, all right, we got we got it, guys. We got it. Um there was also uh there's a, a Wakanda book and a book about who was it in Steven's flat. Uh it was Wakanda and I forgot the other area that they was talking about. But it was kind of interesting to see that. The French one from France? Is that the one you're referring to? It's on the, like the left. It may have even been last episode. I thought I, th- I thought it was this episode. But uh, basically on his desk, you can see a stack of books. Uh, I mean, if you look around and pause, you can see a lot of on the spines of books, various things that are various like little Easter eggs, sort of, and just, just relevant to who Steven is. But yeah, within the book itself, it's... Something about like exploring Wakanda and then exploring somewhere else. I just can't remember what it was. It might come to me later. Um, did you like, uh, you know, my favorite thing to say, excuse me, my favorite thing to say is from Deadpool 1, where he says, My boyfriend said that this was a a super or maybe that it doesn't matter my boyfriend said that this is a superhero movie but that guy just turned that other guy into a fucking kebab <laughs> you know i say that when yeah. we talk about uh uh corvus glaive getting vision in in infinity war right 
Well, did you like Moon Knight turning the uh, the jackal into jackal. a fucking kebab? At the, at, I did like it because I was like, oh, yeah, dirty. On the, on the church then, or whatever it was, there was like a big spine sticking out. Yep. And then you just kind of, they just have it turn to dust like a video game uh, enemy just disappearing. Dusted. And then he has a nice yep. talk with Steven. I had a nice talk with Kanchu too afterwards. Oh, yeah. Kanchu was like, bruh, you said he wasn't going to be here. And he's like, dude, I'm working on it. Those were actual lines from the show. <laughs> bruh. Uh, speaking, speaking of lines. So there's a lot of things that made me chuckle in this latest episode. So I thought it'd be a fun little uh, segment, Louie. Ooh, I like segments. Let's do this. So I have about six clips here. And in each clip, from uh, pretty much starting to finish, and they also kind of get better as they go along, the top six quotes from Stephen Grant, the gift shopist from Moon Knight Episode 2. Do you want to listen to some clips? Absolutely. (coughs) So uh, earlier in the episode, here is something funny that he says. So here's the first clip here. We protect the vulnerable. Oh my God, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I eat one piece of steak and then bam, I go bonkers. <sighs> going back to the him no longer being vegan, has one bit of steak and then just goes bonkers. I thought it was funny. And then bam, they go bonkers. Laters, gators. And so what I wonder too, if he thinks he's vegan, I bet Mark isn't vegan. So if he finds, I okay, this is one of my predictions. In one of the upcoming episodes, now that Steven's kind of trapped behind the mirror and everything, you're going to see Mark eat any type of meat, and Steven's going to be like, what's wrong with you? We're vegan, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I was never vegan. And Steven's going to just hear a crash sound again. And then he's going to have another existential crisis. So let's move on to uh, clip number two. People don't want to hear good news. They'd rather cling to their fear, cling to their pain. Go, you know Yes. Just, just goat. <laughs> bah, goat. And Arthur's like, yes. <laughs> Moving on. Steven's just so nervous and twitchy, and he just—we've all got an inner Steven. My, my thing is, I don't like watching stuff that reminds me of real life. Like I'm watching these these shows to take me out of real life. Ah, and he's just I so, see. he's just so much like everyone that I know, and he's just like, oh, goat. <laughs> I don't know how I didn't watch that in my first viewing or notice catch that in my first viewing, but that just goat. <laughs> just I just love it. it's like snail, goat, man, dog, car. So we're getting better. Let's go to clip number three here. Reputation, horrific and grotesque, is necessary for the larger health. The child is not a diseased limb. Sorry, like, is that, is that what, you're all into that, like, killing children and that? Maybe that's just me, but I kind of draw a line there at child murder. (laughs) I mean, he's, he's, he's being very truthful and very honest. Like, that's messed up. But also, I just love his delivery. He's like, like, y'all are okay with that, like, just, just killing kids. He's got a heart. He's got a good heart. Oh, he's got the best heart, you know? He... He's freaked out by all. Just imagine if you were also like a 
a not a serial killer, but like a like a crazy mercenary murderer guy. You'd be you'd be mm. horrified. Oh, exactly. Which brings us to the next clip because uh, they get caught in this kind of atrium esque area, and you know, Steven's gotta express himself. Oh my god. I'm going to die in an evil magician's man cave. He's going to die in an evil magician's man cave. That made me think of Doctor Strange when he said that. That's what I thought, too. Whenever you say magician, first one that comes to mind is Doctor Strange. The wizard himself. Now, a couple clips left, and they're saving the best for last. Now, there's an exchange after the cool superhero landing and everything uh, to reveal Mr. Knight. We have a little exchange between Mark and Steven, which is just, just, just gold. That should have been much worse. Oi, Steven, what the hell are we wearing? I don't know, she said I needed a suit. Yeah, the ceremonial armor from Conscious Temple, not Psycho Colonel Sanders. Well, I don't know how any of this shit works, man. That's what I love, just... The psycho Colonel Sanders is too funny, man. I didn't know that how any of this of shit works, lines. man. <laughs> and that's it. Like, I don't know how this shit works. I loved it. Just A plus kudos to Oscar Isaac being able to act literally two different characters to himself like that. Just, just funny. Just perfect. So the final scene here, and this is where I have one of my favorite lines in the entire MCU. Let's listen. I think I can. Get away from her, you! Yeah, I see you, you plug ugly coyote. You're in the wrong ends, mate. You're in my yard now. Come on. Come on, that's right. Come on. Ooh, look at here. Look at here. like a butterfly, sting like a bee. My name's Steven with a V. Come on, come on! What? What? I did it! You got planted! <laughs> Layla! Did you see that? Yeah, he, uh, he, he beat the shit out of that jackal, jackal for a second there. Yeah, so I'm assuming, like, when he, even though Steven is a novice to all this, he still gets all those, the grain strength and everything, too. So um, I could see Steven doing some growing. I could see him changing. By the end of the season, he'll be a different man. So, Louis, I think we've uh, pretty much covered pretty much what we wanted to for this week's episode of Moon Knight. So, how about we close off the episode here? You did some some things, man. Let's talk about the things you did. A little bit of trivia here, which felt weird. After doing like two, I think, was it three weeks? Skipped of trivia because of uh, the Multiverse of Marriage Madness tournament. It felt really weird going into trivia again. So I felt like I did a pretty easy one because it was also uh, Winter Soldier themed since we just passed eight years ago. Captain America, the Winter Soldier released in theaters eight years ago, which feels insane to say out loud. And also, oh, my God. So we got a lot of shout outs here before we get to them. So this is for uh, April 5th, 2022. The question was, in Captain America, the Winter Soldier, what store does Steve and Natasha visit to access the flash drive? Options were the Windows Store. The Apple Store, Best Buy, and Circuit City. And the correct answer is the Apple Store. So we're going to give some shout outs, starting with uh, willblaze.ny. 
Jedi Summers. Sean Jr. 94. A Marvel blog. Jeff Duckman. Kellum 112. Uh, President Darren. Emily Sweetheart. Puffy Tortilla. Jab Frisbee. NYC A9. Noonicorn. Vote me for God. Mr. Marvel's Minutes. Ocampo Custom. Lou Too Saucy. STS Guys. Manuelist Photography. And Nerd and Cheese. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. Good job, everybody. Hopefully, uh, we over here at Earth894 get our get our shit together and we can start putting our trivia and Would You Rather Wednesdays on TikTok. And then you can vote there as well. So my question this week was, would you rather be possessed by an Egyptian god or an alien symbiote? 56% of voters selected an Egyptian god. Yeah, I think I'd rather have an Egyptian god than a symbiote. Symbiote looks pretty gross and they'll screw you with you. At least I don't think there's a certain diet. Well, then again, maybe he's vegan. I don't know. Maybe it is country requires you to be vegan. Who knows? I went with the goo. I went with the goo. Like this guy right here, Venom. Come on. He's he's legendary. I love Moon Knight, you know, but I don't I don't love him like I love Venom. Or yeah. I have a you can't see it on screen. I have a Carnage pop. I love Carnage. I think he's great. The movies have been lackluster, but that's not their fault. That's because they're stuck without a Spider-Man of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, symbiote, definitely. Like, especially a symbiote that like bonds with you the way that they do. Like, some of the symbiotes take you over and then eat all your organs and then leave. No, I want like. I want like my own venom. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what we'd be called, but it would be sick. Fair enough. It'd be called human garbage. <laughs> I am human garbage. It'll be called vandal. Parasite. It would be a good time. But uh, yeah, once again, if I get my shit together, guys, check out our TikTok page for would you rather's and trivia questions. All links to our socials will be in the uh, show notes for this week's episode. So you can always go ahead and check all that out. So thank you everyone for joining us for Fan 94 here for discussion on Morbius as well as the second episode of Moon Knight. We're going to have some more stuff coming up here in the pipeline as we get close to finishing up the show uh, series and everything because, you know, it's already going to feel weird, but we're going to be halfway through the season next week. It's wild, guys. It'll be wild. So be sure to follow the podcast whenever your podcast player of choice is, whether it's Apple, Spotify, whatever it is, go ahead and follow us there. So uh, that's pretty much it for our show. So we hope you guys had a good time, and we will be here next week to keep discussion going. So be sure to follow us. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Steve from Blue's Clues. Oh my God, it's a variant.